Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tapping Into Abundant Success. Today I have the gorgeous and fabulous amazing book coach Helen Pollock with us. Helen, please introduce yourselves. I know I've just shared a little bit, but tell us where you're from, what you do and why you are the best person to bring magic to book people of the world and authors. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm really delighted to be here. So um, yes, I'm, I'm Helen Pollock. I'm a business and non-fiction book coach. So the only thing I don't get involved in is fiction because that is a, a totally different beast. Um, so the thing that I love, I live in Leamington Spa in the centre of, uh, of England um and what I love doing is helping people to tell their stories so I've done that my whole career uh my background is marketing and PR particularly PR and I went into PR because I love writing um but really it's it's all about everything that I do is about communication um and you know and what is communication communication is human connection fostering human connection um and i and i think that what's human connection all about it's all about love so i think really that's at the heart of what i do i give kind of people who want to write great business books loving support to share their love with the world oh amazing i love that and i love that you've just brought the love energy into it today you know it's like everyone can go into business and business transactions but where's the love you know where is that love in connection in relationship building in tangible business results being from a space of love rather than being a space of finance finances as well you know obviously there needs to be an energy exchange with the money but it's not just about the money. It's about doing what you love and serving. And I love that you bring this to the book world. And I love that you help authors or help business owners become authors, right? Because everybody has a story that needs to be shared. And some people's stories are so completely and utterly inspirational. I mean, I've had so many people on this podcast where I'm just like blown away with the magic that they've created in their lives. And these stories need to be shared. So Helen, what got you inspired to help people navigate their story to become a book I mean it all started when I set up my own PR consultancy um and quite soon thereafter one of my clients asked me if I would be up for ghostwriting his second book because he didn't have time um and a, a business book is uh you know it it's very straightforward really uh usually it's a how-to but we need to weave your personal story into that as well because the reader needs to understand um you know why should I trust this person to tell me how to do this um that we want them to know like and trust you as well because it you know usually a business book is um an indirect sales tool for your business that's why most people uh, write one but as time went on, um, so I started off with the ghostwriting and then soon thereafter, someone asked me if I would be their book coach because they wanted to write their book themselves, but they knew they needed support and accountability to do that. So um, I noticed among my women clients, 
that they really seem to have a very often a lack of confidence. And these, you know, I work with women with MBEs, OBEs, and some of those women were saying to me things like, um, and I'm, I'm not sure anyone will want to hear my story. And it's like, are you kidding me? You've got such an amazing journey to share. And, and the way I, I turn it for my clients, I flip it to make it seem more palatable to them, I guess, is imagine all the people who will miss out and make the same mistakes you did and maybe even never reach their full potential if you don't share your amazing knowledge and experience with them. And when you put it that way, my clients often see things very differently mm. rather than it being, a you know, oh, an arrogant kind of self-indulgent, oh, look at me. Because the other thing I often hear is, who am I to write a book, Helen? Who am I? And that makes me yeah. so sad. Totally hear you. Totally hear you. I also went through that phase myself. <laughs> Who am I to write a book? Who's going to want to hear from me? You know, imposter syndrome. It shows up literally everywhere, doesn't it? When you're trying to move forward or you think of an idea or something that you actually you think, oh, I'd actually like to do that. And then you go, no, imposter syndrome. And it comes and it pulls you down. So in terms of book writing, um, how do you help people overcome the imposter syndrome when it shows up? And you know, really step into their power with their books that they want to write. I mean, I think yeah, you know, at, at the core of it is uh, well, there's two there's two kind of strands to it. The first one is that well, imagine if you know if you kind of deny people your knowledge, there are going to be great people out there who don't achieve you know their potential. Mm-hmm. Um, when they you know they might um have a have a better life if they'd had access to your incredible knowledge but the other strand um is just helping people to frame their book because most of the people i work with are, are entrepreneurs they don't have too few ideas they have too many so very often they're like oh helen i could write a book about this or about this, or about this, and uh, they don't know which one to choose. So again, I talk to them about who they want to serve. So who is it that you really want to help? Um, And so again, I think getting clarity on that, and then helping them to come up with uh you know there's two questions you really need to answer as an aspiring author the first one is who do you want to help and then to come up with a really tight reader avatar and that's going to help you to um you know craft the structure of your book but the other question is what do you want this book to do for you how does it help you to meet your personal and professional goals So I think going through that process and answering those two questions helps in so many ways because you're going to be faced with loads of decisions during the course of writing, uh, designing, publishing and selling a book. And if you've answered those two questions, who do you want to, you know, what's in it for the reader effectively? Who do you want to serve? 
and what's in it for you? What do you want it to do for you? Uh, then all those decisions become so much clearer. It's amazing how clarity can literally change the direction of everything, right? Right. Everything. So just to touch base on a couple of things that you've mentioned there, because I've never heard of like a reader avatar. It's like you hear about these niches, you hear about, you know, you've got your business niche, you've got your product niche, you know, the, the niches are bloody, oh, right, I don't like the word niche. That's it. I don't like it. I don't like being caged in. I don't like the niche. So when people say to me, what's your niche? It took me years and years and years to figure it out because I didn't want to be part of a box. And then I realized that I just had to do things a little bit differently. So I didn't just go with an avatar. I didn't just create a new niche or, you know, try and discover who it was I wanted to work with. What I did was actually connected with who do I best serve from a soul level, right? So I didn't need to then put it into a box that other people were putting it into. And then I also didn't need to do gender because actually I didn't need to connect to a gender to connect with someone's heart. So then that's the way I broke it down. So for me, if I was to, well, as you know, I am writing my book at the moment anyway, but if I was to create a reader avatar, then I suppose from my perspective in my business, because it's a business book, I would actually just uh, put that with the clients that I'm serving, which would be spiritual entrepreneurs, soulpreneurs, heart-centered leaderships. So I'm trying to just kind of figure out, is that an extra step that you actually need? Or is that is is that a step you can skip if you already know who you're serving? <laughs> I hear you. Um, but you, I mean, you have, you know, you, you have got a, a quite tight avatar there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, when it becomes an issue, so I think, well, the first thing I need to say is um, people often sort of roll their eyes when I, you know, the first thing we do is work on this reader avatar. That, oh, <laughs> yuddy avatar. Um, anyway, uh, but the best analogy I've ever heard for this is people worry that if they have to choose an avatar or a niche that it will put other people off Um, and that's not the case so with the avatar or, or niche what you're doing is setting the intention for the dream client who is the bullseye on the dartboard but the other rings will still buy So I think yeah. that's a really important thing to say because um, it's not what people think. They think, oh, I can only, yeah. I can only work. It's, no, it's not like that. And you're <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> I think from where I was coming at from that perspective was it's a case of finding the right way for the client. So like you said, reader avatar is how you work and how you facilitate. Other people use the word niche. Other people will, you know, use client. Av- uh, well, there's not a client avatar. It's something else, customer avatar or something like that. But everyone has their own way of finding who they're aligned to working with on a soul level. And that was just like another way to do it. But if you've already got your avatar, you don't then need to replicate it is where I was going out there. I think so what I have seen in quite a few of my uh, book coaching clients, the ones who started writing and ground to a halt and can't get going again, uh, when they've started working with me, it's become apparent that their issue 
is that they haven't done the avatar work. And so they're writing for everyone. And as a result, they've lost their way. And because, and I think it's, it's one of those things, when you do uh, something aimed at everyone, it appeals to no one. Absolutely agree. So that's, you know, so several times clients have said, but Helen, I've got an avatar already. I'm like, have you? Let's, let's see it then. And they're like... <laughs> It's a man or a woman, age 40 to 60. <laughs> but, you know, they live in the southeast of England. But, you know, so what you ideally want to do when you're writing a book is you want to create an avatar that is literally like a person. You know, I I advocate find a picture of, the, of someone on the Internet or in a magazine I want people to have an A4 piece of paper behind the uh, wherever they write um, with this person. I want a name. I want, you know, what do they like doing? Where do they hang out online and off? What are their values? And the reason for that is then, you know, when you're sat there and you're writing, your, you know, a chapter of your book and you come to a point, you're like, not quite sure what to put here and you can literally look at this piece of paper and this person it needs to feel like a real person to you um that you have a connection with and and think well what does Pippa need to know at this point so that's kind of that's how you know how what how and why I do that with my clients um, and that way supports them to overcome the imposter syndrome because then they're able to step into their expert voice and share their knowledge. Is that right? Yeah, and to, because you what they want to help you know that person and people like that person. Mm. Um, and then yeah, they they I think having that it is about kind of it's about connection again. They need to feel connected. They need to, when you write a book, you kind of want to you want to write it for a person. Yeah. And again, if you feel like you're writing for a real person rather than a kind of big, you know, grey mass of unknown beings, if you feel like you're writing, you know, you're writing it for someone, perhaps a client you've worked with or someone you know, someone you feel a connection with. It just comes much more easily and, yeah, and it's scary. Yeah, I totally agree. And I absolutely hear you as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I believe that we all need an avatar, a niche or something of some description. It's how you then bring that together that works for you in that right way. And I think it's really good that you have that focal point because um, it when you're right. I mean, I started writing my book over a year ago. And then I didn't understand why it wasn't coming to fruition. And the reason it wasn't coming to fruition is because my business model changed. Who I was working with changed. My ideal client changed earlier this year. And suddenly I've gone from being an intuitive coach to actually owning, no, I'm a psychic transformation coach and healer. And this is how I facilitate change. So I've had to then go back and go, that's why I had to stop writing my book because I was in misalignment. I wasn't acting in my full power. I wasn't owning my gifts. So that's also something that comes up quite a lot, isn't it? With, you know, making sure that you know who the reader is. Well, if you're not writing to the right person because you're not in alignment with your own messaging, then it's not going to work. 
And that's where your work comes in, isn't it? Because you're then able to help people overcome that barrier and help them find their truth. So Helen, when people come to you about these books, you know, uh, yes, I'm going to write this book and it's going to serve the millions and it's going to be number one bestseller on Amazon. And then there's two sides to that coin, isn't there? It either is or it isn't. <laughs> so I want to really share the um, the inspirational journey there because we know why it doesn't work and why it doesn't work is because of marketing, is because of people not sharing the message enough and actually because they haven't set themselves a goal and a deadline and done the promotion work. But Helen, in your line of work, when it goes to the really successful side of things, what does that look like? So for those that haven't written a book before, for those that haven't gone on a journey and don't have any idea of how they should probably market and stuff like that, when they do it right, what success stories have you had with your clients? Um, I think uh, there's, there's, um, there's a few that spring to mind. So I had one fabulous client who, um, uh, and I, I won't tell you who she is because this first part of the story, um, I, I don't know, she might not be comfortable with me sharing, but um, yeah, if I name her. But um, I saw her book cover design on LinkedIn and a year later uh, she came to me for help as a book coach and she hadn't written a word and I'd assumed because I'd seen the book cover design on LinkedIn I, I assumed it would have been finished and or she'd at least have started writing, not a word. So um, anyway, we worked together, we framed it, uh, we had created the draft table of contents. So she did her audience research and her competitor research, um, framed the book, uh, created the table of contents. And really, then she was off. She was on fire. Um, and, uh, I connected her to, um, a means of getting in front of a literary agent and she got a publishing deal, uh, with a traditional publisher and she sold 7,000 copies in six months. Amazing. And has been, you know, big, like book launch worldwide tour and everything she's you know doing amazingly and it's a fantastic book um so that's that's one of them uh i've got um another client who is a sort of property investor and um she used her book as an indirect sales tool for her kind of uh property investing course she had an, an online course um, and she used it as an indirect sales tool for that. And it had great results. Um, she did a lot of sort of speaking as well, you know, public speaking gigs. Um, that's something that a lot of my clients have in common, that they want to write a book because they want to become a more high profile public speaker. Yeah. And, you know, do more 
well-paid speaking gigs and it works really well as an authority building tool and, and allows people to access those you know higher higher paid speaking gigs and um, so that, that that's two stories um I've worked with a well-known podcaster uh, on his books and he offered uh, mentoring um, as one of his kind of offerings as, as well as his own sort of investments. And uh, he has found, uh, I've written two books for him uh, out of his three and um he's found it's a great tool for bringing people into his world um and then you know i think and that's what you want to do you want the book needs to be the kind of lowest rung on your value ladder of services really the the, the most affordable easy way to access your amazing knowledge and and kind of draw people in and <coughs> excuse me um, you know, get get them to know you, know, like, and trust you. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I completely agree that having a book does give that. I mean, you've got people like Gabby Bernstein, um, Denise Duffield Thomas. <clears throat> excuse me. You've got the Tapping Solution, where all the members of the team have actually written their own books to give that authority leadership thing. So it's really, really. It's really important, actually, if you are looking to elevate your business to actually have a book with your voice in it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I love the success stories that you've just shared with us today, Helen, because that's just that to you must be the most amazing gift of all, because you do this work and then you get to see the baby glow up. <laughs> yeah, you get to see it just turn into this magnificent thing, like how a few words that you've just typed out over a number of weeks have then converted into helping someone in the world be a better version of themselves, as well as grow and learn new skills and get to know somebody else and actually get to know themselves. Because most books is about working your own mind, isn't it? Most books get the, the cogwheels turning. They make you think outside of the box. They give you insight. They give you inspiration. They give you something else. I actually got to a point where I had to stop reading books because my ADHD brain was like, oh, these ideas at 11 o'clock at night and then I'm not getting any sleep. So I was like, right, OK, I'm not going to read at night anymore. So, <laughs> so I had to like wind that down. Now it's meditation. <laughs> but yeah. So, Helen, if you could give a tip to someone who's listening today about going away, writing their business book, finding you as a coach, what tip would you give them first and foremost before getting in touch with you? to work with you um I think you so the the most important thing that I can probably say and you know this relates directly to your experience really is to know that we don't write a book for today we write a book for tomorrow so we're not we need to write for where we want to get to because a book is a really long-lasting piece of content and it's brilliant for that reason but if we're not sure of where we want to get to, then, you know, don't waste your time by writing a book that's then not in alignment with, with where you, you want to go. So just be sure about, and, and I think really it comes back to who do you want to serve? Who mm. do you really want to help? So it go, you know, that's the first step 
And unless you're clear about that, anyone who helps you on the book writing, designing, publishing journey, any one of the the average seven skill sets that you will need to access will ask you, who's your ideal reader? Who's your target audience? Because it will inform the work they do for you on your book. So um, so I think that's it. You need to be 100% clear about who you want to serve, not just for today, mm. but for the next, you know, where do you want to be? I know it's like the, the cheesy interview question, isn't it? Where do you see yourself in five years' time? <laughs> <laughs> so, Helen, do you have like a free guide or something that people can download before they actually then book a call with you so they can actually get themselves organised and structured and then get in touch and go, well, I've tried to answer your questions, but I haven't got the answers to these three and hoping you can help me. <laughs> yes, I absolutely have. So I have got um, uh, like a PDF guide which is called, I just don't know where to start. Perfect. Takes you through the things you need to be thinking about um, and also cover some of the common roadblocks that people encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, There's a whole load of things you really need to do and get clear on before you start writing. Um, and this, um, this guide will help you to start writing having done the right things and, and you'll start off on the right track rather than then get lost. So I will make that available to your listeners. Oh, thank you, Helen. Um, so yeah, go and check Helen out. Make sure you grab her free PDF. But also, you've also got a self-study course, haven't you, to help people get started? I have. Um, it is called Start That Business Book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'll notice that there's, like there's a running theme here um, because it does. I think it's it's such a big thing. It feels like a, like Mount Everest in front of people, and really, yeah. what we do is break that mountain down into manageable molehills. So, start that business book. Um, I mean, it's only about um, it's like thirty five pounds or something. It's quite low cost on purpose because mm-hmm. I want you know I want to be able to help as many people as possible um so I'll, I'll give you the link for that as well oh brilliant so check out the show notes because they will be in there <laughs> and don't forget to reach out to helen as well go find her on i'm assuming you're on linkedin oh i'm so linkedin yes indeed <laughs> and where else would they find you um so i'm also i've, I've recently uh gone on a foray into instagram um Ooh. but i'm her next chapter uh ltd limited her next chapter limited on instagram so um i do a few you know quite a few reels and lives on there so yeah amazing fantastic well we'll definitely come and check you out over there and you have other options as well so you work one-to-one do you do group programs oh actually I think you've got a membership upcoming haven't you I have and I'm really excited about this so I um I offer one-to-one book coaching uh, with me but the, I also saw a need, uh, and again, it you know, it's for my women clients to have, I wanted to create a supportive community for women business leaders, whether they're entrepreneurs or, or you know, um, in, in corporate life who want to write a business book. 
Um, and I wanted to offer structured content about how to write a book, um, you know, expert masterclasses with me and a whole load of guest experts from every area of publishing and sort of the publishing journey. Um, and uh, also, you know, a supportive peer community. So that's going to be launching in the next probably two months, I think, I reckon. It will be probably sometime in January that I launch it. Um, and I'm really excited about that. So, yeah, I, I want to have this group of supportive women who are not only being helped to write, but also to publish and to sell on an ongoing basis their books. Because the saddest thing in the world for me would be for my clients to spend all that time and effort writing a book and then to sell no copies. That's I hear happening. you. Yeah, that's a very that would be a very sad outcome indeed. And thankfully, we have you in the world, so that's not going to happen, because you're going to do your utmost to make sure people get these mini courses, which are so affordable, like massively affordable. Having a group coaching program, having a one-to-one -one option as well, and having a free guide to get you started. So when they come into your world, they're like, right, I know what I want. Helen, you're going to help me get there. There you go. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So, Helen, on that note, thank you so much for joining us. Please go and check Helen out on Instagram, on LinkedIn, Helen Pollock on LinkedIn, I think it is, and um, her next chapter limited on Instagram. Send her a DM and she might even send you one of the links to one of her courses. So, on that note, thank you for tapping into Abundant Success podcast and joining us here today. Thank you, Helen. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've loved chatting with you and sharing your magic. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute joy. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure indeed. So we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now.